0: Welcome back to official unofficial. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American Johnny and We're here with a special guest. He's putting the world on notice. He's raising eyebrows for the St. Louis Cardinals, absolutely carving so far in spring training. He went from D3 Adrian College to pitching in front of Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt as a non-roster invitee for spring training. It's my pleasure to welcome Thomas Partons or Tommy Partons, whatever you want to call him, to the official, <laughs> official podcast. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going? It's good, man. And l- let's go into the spring though for a second because that's how I call Some people are calling me just the best scout of all time. And you're not even verified yet on Instagram, but I had to find you. I had to look up. <laughs> I-, I was watching your appearance and I'm like, this guy's nasty. I'm going to get him on the pod. So credit to me for that. But how-, how surreal have you been feeling so far this spring, man? I mean, zero URA. Is that good?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's okay. I'll- it'll play for a little bit. <laughs> um, But yeah, feeling good. Just attacking the zone and getting guys out now i'm trying to get that instagram verification applied for it a few times every time i've been denied are you serious yeah because you can do the little application thing and be like oh i'm an athlete this is the team i play for and you like send you a picture of your id to prove it to you and there's like no denied
0: how what i'm confused though how they deny that because you have guys that have like 400 followers that play in the minor leagues verified and then it doesn't even make any sense i it's crazy i,
1: I have no idea No, i think
0: think you have to do it through because some of the guys that get it that are in the minors it's very hard to get it now but some of the guys that got it when they were in the minors get it through their team social so like if you go to a d1 like let's say south carolina or tennessee or whatever the social team there can get you verified even if you're not like that big on social media so that's how you do it so you kind of got the short end of the stick man you hate to see it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess so might have to talk to somebody in uh Org here to get it done
0: or you could be just a, a unverified bad boy like me like just be one of those guys that like when you even when you pop off and make the show <laughs> you're just like no like I don't want the blue check like you emphasize the fact that I don't want the blue check <laughs> just,
1: just be a little different just nah.
0: That's not me. <laughs> exactly, man. Just you never change up on the D three routes, but no, man, I mean, this spring it's definitely been going good and you've been getting some serious innings w- when like the full rosters is, is in the field. Cause I've, some of your appearances, yeah. you've had Nolan Aaron at third and Goldschmidt at first. And you're just, lo- do you ever get like, look around and say, man, what the fuck is going on here? Like I was at a D three, like three years ago. And now I got <laughs> Nolan Arenado, like $300 million man or whatever. at third base playing behind me.
1: Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's just kind of one of those, like, especially that first game I came in for Flaherty, like, in the second inning, I'm, like, sitting there, I think, facing, like, Trey Turner with Arenado, all the dudes behind me, and I'm like, well, this is different. This is cool. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's insane. It's not like I'm sitting in the eighth inning with the dudes I've played with in A, like...
0: Yeah, no, I can't. I like it's honestly bananas. And your story is not talked about enough, man, because you're a D three guy. And I don't know. I'm not a math guy. I'm not a stat guy. I don't even know what the stats are of a D three guy even getting an invite to spring training for the big leagues. It's it's probably very low. Are you looked upon as some sort of like Greek god at your D three or whatever? <laughs> like, where one's a statue getting built?
1: Um, not really at our school because I am one of three guys in affiliated ball now with Adrian. Um, but then, of course, I don't know if you know the Cespedes guys, the Family Barbecue guys. Yeah, Jordan and Jake. They're D three guys, so they've been blowing up the D three podcast world with their little thing, just tweeting out videos, making everybody kind of notice D three more. So it's been cool.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think I've i been on Instagram live with the Cespedes guys. They're they're good dudes. Um, no, it's uh the thing that's cool about D three is is there's no scholarships correct like there's no a- athletic yeah. scholarship so you're you must be just smart as fuck is that correct
1: no <laughs> no you're
0: not smart so <laughs> no. what made you go there though man because obviously you have an electric arm a d1 guy based off of just my my knowledge of it what made you go d3
1: in high school i was like 82 84 oh, okay. so like you got to take your yeah. chance where you're gonna go and Plus, Adrian wins a lot. So it was one of those, like, I had a chance to play for four years and actually, like, play, not sit there for two years, then play. Yeah. So it was just kind of one of those, like, I wanted to play. I didn't want to sit there and behind somebody at some school and then maybe get a chance to play my junior year.
0: Yeah. So do you look at these guys now around you? Like, let's just say they were the prodigies growing up, like, in AA. There's mm-hmm. one guy. I forgot his name. We talked about him in text. Nolan Jones, is that his name? Or is is that, no, that's the guy with the Indians. But your top prospect, he was groomed pretty much since a child. He was the prodigal son. Everyone loves this guy. He's the number one-ranked prospect for the Cardinals. Do you kind of look at these guys and say, man, you don't even know how bad I – like. you don't even know how, how many steps that I had to take to get here. You got drafted out of high school, first round, you get four mil in the bank account, seven mil in the bank account, and I'm out here just grinding, like grinding from a D3, man. Do you sometimes look at these guys and say, man, I was in the trenches. You were living the limelight.
1: Yes, and no, I mean, they have their own grind too because they were playing, they're, they're from Cali and Arizona, whatever they're playing year round, so they're grinding in their own way. And just everybody has their own different little grind and stuff, but it'd be nice to have the bank account to fall back on like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's uh, and and do you think that you kind of adjusted to that minor league lifestyle a little bit better than they would? just based off the fact that you were at the D3 with not as high of a budget as a Division one school, kind of similar to, I guess you could say, to Juco, what I was kind of going through, where you're on these long yeah. bus rides, you're grinding, eating shitty meals. Was it easier for you to adjust to that minor league lifestyle?
1: Oh, yeah, it was a little bit of an adjustment, just getting into the new clubhouse and stuff. But, like, as far as the travel goes and everything, yeah, it was – it's a little bit different cause we actually get like meals provided here and stuff. And like in college, it was just like, here's your meal money, go find dinner, yeah. whatever, you know? But here it's like, no, here's your meal money, but we're also providing you dinner. And you just got to like pay it and do. So that was, it was almost an easy adjustment. Cause it was like, Oh, I'm not on my own as much as far as like food.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, you're right. It just, uh, it's definitely a massive difference just going from a D3 to actually having shit paid for you all the time in the minors and all that kind of stuff. But I got to ask, is it D3 school? Because I think I've been to Adrian. They have a hockey team, correct? They have a pretty good hockey team there at Adrian College. Yeah, very good hockey team. Are you guys, like, are you getting after it off the field? Like, or is it a party school? Is it a fun school? What's going on at Adrian
1: College? (laughs) It's definitely a house party school. Like, if I remember junior years, the year we had, like, a good group of guys that, like, if we didn't have lifting the next morning, we were probably partying. Like, (laughs) that's how we were because there's not much else to do in that town, like, I love Adrian. There's good food, everything, but it's like.
0: There's no bars. Tuesday right?
1: night. There's a few, but didn't really go out to him much because she didn't really want to. Like, you can just go to the house party, buy your own 12 pack, and be solid for the night.
0: Yeah. True. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Did you guys ever go to uh, like Ann Arbor and party there and stuff, or no?
1: No. I mean, I know some guys did. I mean, mainly we all just kind of stayed around each other because we liked being around each other. I mean, guys went to like Michigan State. They're like a few weekends if it was like a big football game i'm from columbus ohio so we drive down to columbus to hit my dad's house and there'd be like six or seven of us go tailgating for the ohio state michigan state game Ohio state michigan just that's kind of the stuff we did if we got out of adrian was just go watch football and tailgate and stuff
0: so are you a buckeyes guy because I, I don't know uh you can't see it but there's a lot of michigan stuff around me i'm a big michigan wolverines <laughs> guy so are, are you a buckeyes guy
1: big buck I guy. I just got done watching the uh big 10 tournament game
0: Okay. Yeah. No. The Ohio State Buckeyes—they're—they're uh, they're cowards. I mean, Urban Meyer is a coward, but that's besides <laughs> the fact. I'm a Michigan guy. They Michigan will never be good at football again. They're Michigan's a basketball school. Like people forget that this Michigan basketball team is a wagon. So we yeah, have that. You got you, you guys can have football. Football's fine. I mean, we don't give a sh- we don't care. Whatever. We got the cool stadium. But <laughs> yeah, it's all good for that. No, but the next thing I want to talk about, man, is I mean, when you were at your D three and what what made you kind of get noticed by the Cardinals were you just absolutely fucking carving like were, were you just putting hitters in your back pocket at Adrian or what
1: yeah I, I had a pretty good record and everything at Adrian when it came to I think I went like 40 and 4 in my four years what and then <laughs> yeah it was something ridiculous like that but then it was also like because we are in well-known d3 it was like we had to I got playing like the Northwoods leagues so that also helped but then uh, one of the scouts also set up like a small school sc- small school scout day where it's like teams want invite guys. So it's like us, the other D3s, here, D2, NAIA. I, so I'll go to one school and have like our pro day there. Yeah. So I was able to go to that, and I think that helped. And then just kind of going harder than everybody else in the league.
0: <laughs> Is that when you realized that you had an opportunity to like become a show guy? Because obviously when you kind of entered Adrian College, I'm assuming – like it wasn't in the it was maybe in the back of your head like I might get drafted but when did you kind of come to the realization like man I'm a I'm a dog like I have a re- I have a really good chance here to get <laughs> drafted and go to the sh- and go to the show essentially
1: um I would say like the first thought I had of like truly getting drafted would been like my fall of my sophomore year because I had a pretty decent velo jump I was like and that fall was like eighty seven eighty nine yeah and we had a mini scout day went to that did okay but then my sophomore year I went. I went and carved and like did real good, and then it just kind of played Northwoods League and it just kind of kept happening and then got to felt stuff for teams my junior year and senior year and just it just kind of happened. <laughs> what's the fastest you've run it up
0: to? Like, what's the velo talking about? Like right now?
1: Yeah. Yesterday, according to the scoreboard, I hit ninety five.
0: Holy fuck! Okay, so you—I mean—that you got that—you got that hand of God coming down to you because there's no—it doesn't make any (laughs) sense. 82 to 85 in high school as as a like when you come out of high school and now you're running it up to 95.
1: Are you kind of saying that that scoreboard might have been a little juiced? Is that what you're saying? Um, I hit four a few times in the off season, so I'm hoping the adrenaline and everything kicked in and got me that extra bump. So I'm gonna take it. I hope the gun's not juiced. I'm gonna look at track man tomorrow and hope it's. At least like a ninety-four point like seven or something. Yeah, get close. Up.
0: Yeah. Are they um? So what's like management and stuff kind of saying to you? Are they pumping your tires because these numbers speak for themselves? And your velo, like you said, is jumping up to ninety-five. So there's a lot of good positives going on here for you.
1: Um, Cardinals don't really say much. It's just kind of how the Cardinal way is and everything. It's just kind of they communicate like, hey, good job, and then we like a, uh they call it the game notes meeting, which all the pitchers go and just talk about the outings and everything. But for the most part, they just tell me to keep attacking and do what I'm doing.
0: Really? So, I mean, they're not even, like, saying you're doing well and shit. Like, I guess they're you kind of said that in a, in a way that they're – uh,
1: like, They'll, like, walk by you in the hall and be like, hey, nice job. I'll give you a fist bump. But, like, yeah. it's the expectations here. Just, like, you're supposed to do good, so do it. You Know what I mean?
0: Yeah. What's like the what's the attitude like in the clubhouse and stuff with that pickup of Nolan Arenado, like one of the best third baseman we've ever seen, just casually got picked up for nothing in the offseason? I mean, what's <laughs> are, are, is it just everyone's just in a happy mood because they have the best corner infielders and in maybe baseball?
1: Yeah, you can tell and definitely in like just the way our defense is playing and like and some of the stuff I've heard from like the infielders and stuff is like the young's over that short, like I can take like a step now towards the middle knowing that. We have him at third. He can get to the hole easier. Or, like, just the way, like, we're talking yeah. about, like, and pitching means, like, attack. We got gold glovers spread all over our field. We got great defenders everywhere. Like, make teams put in play. We'll get the outs. These True. will make the plays. Let them go get their gold gloves.
0: It's in, like – and we're going to – I think I'm gonna. we're doing a preview uh, next week of – or I guess for this episode we're doing a preview for your division And you guys, it's just, it's not fair, the fact that just you pick up Nolan Arenado (laughs) out of nowhere, and then you have Goldschmidt, who's a freak of nature. Then you have, it's such an unfair team. And, I mean, who's one guy that's kind of stood out to you this spring that you've got the opportunity to watch, and you're like, this guy's a dog. I can't believe I'm
1: sharing a field with this dude.
0: Obviously, besides Arenado and Goldschmidt, because those two are just shoe-ins, but who else?
1: I mean, obviously, you go with the big names of, like, Flaherty, Wayne Knight, Yachty, all them. They're just always impressive, just the way they handle their business and everything. But uh, Tommy Edmond over at second base, dude's just – he does everything. He doesn't get like uh, – one of my roommates actually calls him Tommy Barrels because he just always finds a barrel. Wow. When he's hitting. Yeah. Jesus.
0: No, I mean – and I got to ask you, when you, you came in after Flaherty. I believe that was the game. Where Angel Hernandez literally made a call with his eyes closed. It looked like. Am I correct? Was that the game? When when was that? Was that you yeah, were in that game was, or
1: no? Yeah, he was behind the dish that one. Yes,
0: yeah, so he was behind the dish. What what do you think? Like based off the fact that you kind of know Jack Flaherty now, what do you think this guy was saying in his head when Angel Hernandez pitched right down the deck? Angel Hernandez is like ball. I would have. I think I would have fought him on site if, <laughs> if I was Jack Flaherty in that situation.
1: Yeah, I, I'm assuming he was pissed. So I was on the bullpen. So I have no idea what he said or anything. I have no idea if he said anything, but I'm assuming it was something of like the, where the fuck was that? Like what are you the doing? Fuck where did that miss?
0: Where, so obviously you got to see Jack Flirt. Like you got to not not Jack Flirt. You got to pitch to Angel Hernandez. Could you? Was it that noticeable how bad he is? Like what what were you seeing from
1: him? I didn't notice anything crazy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I had Yadi back there too, so it was kind of like
0: oh fuck, I forgot.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you have Yachty yeah. back there, it's kind of like, okay, you know, it's a strike or not just by the way he catches it. And when do you,
0: when you're throwing a Yachty, are you just in your head like, I could legitimately put this pitch anywhere in like a ten foot, twenty foot radius, and this shit <laughs> is gonna stay in front of home plate? It's how cool is it to have that sense of comfortability that you have the goat, like the one of the greatest ca- defensive catchers of all time behind the dish, and you're pitching, and you're like, I could do whatever the fuck I want right now.
1: Yeah, basically, it just kind of like, oh, he says crowball right here okay, yeah, I don't know why, but let's throw it. And it just ends up working out because he just knows everything. He like, hey, I could throw this between the catcher's leg or between the hitter's legs and left-handed batter's box on an outside fastball, and he'd just pick it like it's, it's nothing and be like, dude, what, what are you doing?
0: It's insane. It's throw insane. It to me. <laughs> it's bananas to me. I, I I get amazed. And there was a stat up the other day on Twitter of stolen bases on each team or stolen base attempts and the Cardinals that. is like substantially lower it's 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 idiotic this guy i think this guy he's not really that good of a hitter anymore but this guy can play in the league for so long if his just if his legs keep up like he could literally just play for another five eight years because he looks like he's not slowing down and did you see that play the other day against the astros where he told the guy to steal and just gunned his ass out like by 10 feet how electric is that shit
1: that was awesome because that was – I think I pitched the top of that inning. Or, so we were obviously on defense. I pitched the inning before. So I was still in the dugout and everything. And I guess the dude, when he slid back in the first, like gave him the finger, like you're not going to backpick him again. That's when he told him to go. <laughs> and so then he was just like – after he picked him off. But I was sitting there like, if I'm a hitter, hit the dude's was number 99 or something on first base. I'm like, I did the same thing. Then you get a story. I just stole on Yachty.
0: Yeah, true. But,
1: like, obviously he didn't. But he still gets the story of, like, I tried it, all that.
0: Well, it blew up the internet. So if, if I'm that guy, it's like <laughs> any press is good press. And if, you, if you're if you going to be known as that guy that wanted to put your balls on the table against Yadi, you might as well <laughs> do it. Honestly, you might as well yeah. do it. I would have done the exact same thing as a guy that hit 163 in junior college. I would have done the exact same thing. But there's an, aster- <laughs> there's an asterisk beside those stats because my left eye apparently in these glasses are blind, as I mentioned in last week's episode. So there's an asterisk besides the fact – What's, what's your convos like with Yachty, man? Is he telling you like you got some good shit, young young buck?
1: Um, so he caught me in a rehab. when he was rehabbing in Double A in 2019, he caught me and he just told me to trust my stuff more and not to like get guys more because I throw a lot of strikes. He goes, so they're in swing mode, so you can throw more stuff out of the zone. And he's kind of kept up with that with me, and then it's also just him learning me as a pitcher more. So he's like learning like. Oh, he likes his changeup a lot, so he'll call a changeup and slider more, and just he's just learning all like the guys he has caught a lot, and it's just kind of that kind of stuff.
0: Do you see like, do you see a little bit of a difference on the mound from you when you're pitching to Yachty compared to like someone else, I guess, in your organization? Because, like, are you do you trust your pitches more when Yachty's behind the dish because you know he's gonna block that shit? Like, is there a little bit more sense of comfortability?
1: Um, uh, yes and no. I mean, you have comfortability because you one of the greatest of all time probably the greatest defensively of all time and everything but even with the other guys like I've thrown to Kisner who's amazing back then he's he has a bunch of confidence in you and he's great in like getting the pitch and like kind of hyping you up a little bit and then I threw to Tyler Heineman yesterday and he just called a great game but he's also good at like if you shake off he's not one of those dudes that just keeps going back to that pitch like no I want it's like no he's just like, okay we'll go to the next pitch Then I don't care. Okay, have you had a so scenario just, like
0: that? Have you had a scenario like that
1: where uh, you yeah, have had catchers that kind of stubborn and they want like no I want those and you're just like I don't want to throw that right now.
0: What do you do? Like, what do you, what do you do in that situation because that's obviously very confusing especially as a pitcher like you have control over what pitch you throw. So what 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 do you do in that situation?
1: often if he comes out and talks to you you talk to him and you try and find like what each of you are thinking really quick and then you move on to what oh. you guys think will work together it's okay. an easy fix it's just one of those like it takes a three second conversation to be like to catch him up be like I want slide away. you're like well, I want fastball in and they're like why and you're like he's been a little bit late and they're like okay let's do it then or they're like Eh, yeah but he's gonna be sitting on it because you just did this and it's like okay yeah, i guess the father does make sense here though.
0: baseball's such a weird game there's so many i mean like just a little like that like how to prepare and all that is insane to me just some of the uh this the, what you thinking what the hitters thinking the catchers thinking what the the like it's just completely different shit it's insane it's insane I, and so far in your minor league career um you you've jumped i think you jumped three levels in 2019 is that correct which is fucked i can't even like that's (laughs) literally idiotic so did you even unpack your like suitcase or what's the deal when you're just jumping (laughs) up three levels
1: yeah i was able to unpack and then i got good at packing up pretty quick and getting to the airport and everything but it wasn't i mean the hardest part was always just trying to find a spot to live yeah what were you doing where were you living how to figure that out
0: where were you living like Uh, would you just live with the boys every level or like a billet family
1: low a it was a billet family high a is down here in our spring training site so i ended up having a family friend that had a condo that they weren't using ended up being like 45 minutes away from the field but it was one of those like yeah i'll live by myself 45 minutes away from the field for free
0: yeah true
1: um double a me and one of the guys got caught up with had to find a place together because there was no open spots with anybody else because we went up for people that were injured who were still there, and then Triple A was up there for a weekend and we were on the road so I was just in the hotel.
0: Okay, no. And what would you say is like the biggest difference from uh, low way hitters to these Triple A hitters? Is it their pitch selection? Is it the fact that they're not kind of chasing and they're they have a plan when they step up to the box? Like what is it?
1: They're not chasing as much, but at the same time, like there's times where like in low a you could miss with a fastball down the middle and they'll just pop it up or not swing at it but you get to the upper levels they're punishing that
0: really i mean great to
1: have it now and then they'll still pop it up and everything but it gets hit at a higher rate i think but then i got, they also kind of set you up a little bit as hitters and they'll like look stupid on a pitch knowing that if i look stupid on this and he throws me another curveball right after i'm gonna hit it
0: and they wow. <laughs> That's insane. Who's who's one prospect you faced that's just like a freak? That's maybe even in the majors right now. Like one of the one guy that stood out to you the most?
1: Um, probably in double A when we faced uh Donnie Walters. The dude just didn't get out against us ever. It's just oh. like he he would like get broken back singles with the Mariners.
0: Oh Donnie he Walton.
1: Would... Walton, yeah, yeah, front
0: of the program, front of the show, one of my guys. I actually Speaking of the guy, I texted him two days ago. So I mean, we're we're kind of boys, but he's a freak. He's disgusting.
1: He played every single day against us, and we were just like, "Dude, can we get a break?" Like, it would, you're getting all these broken bats. He had like three broken bat singles in one game or something. We're like, "Dude, why?" Like, get out, please.
0: And and to top just it off, he ha- He has the he got like a minor league gold glove in 2019 for shortstops. So yeah, he's like he's, he's just he's all everywhere. around. Who's the yeah. biggest prospect you faced though? Like one guy that's. Um, like a Vladi kind of prospect, the guy that
1: really stood out to you. Um, we faced Wander one time when I was in Low A, oh but that was God. cold and everything, so he didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. In he's the cold stuff,
0: he's fucked. Yeah, that, guy, that guy's fucked.
1: Yeah, Then Corpus Christi had a bunch of prospects on it, like Seth Beer and one of my buddies, Johnny Dawson, was on them. He always hit me good, but. I don't know. None of the names have really like.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's guy, there's guys that you remember, like Vladdy and Bo and all these guys, but in the minor, you just get gets lost in transition, especially when you're like climbing up through levels, like you were. It's kind of hard to stick on the guys. But what's it like? What's uh, what's the what's the Cardinals minor league systems kind of like? Is it are you guys living lavish like the Dodgers facilities and all that kind of stuff? Do you have nice shit or are you like the Oakland Athletics where you're literally like. Your your clubhouses are made of dirt, pretty much.
1: <laughs> no, we got nice stuff. I mean, obviously our high A, well now low A is at a spring training site. So you get all the big league spring training stuff. peoria is nice. You're down, you have a tunnel connected to the dugout, weight room, everything in there. and We don't I've never been to our triple A one. Double A is nice. It's a pretty big clubhouse. It's got a kitchen. You got, it's nice. We got everything we need.
0: What's a what's a funny minor league city you visited? Like what's a fucked up town you
1: visited? Uh, Midland, Texas. Midland, there's a,
0: ju- there's a JUCO team there actually. The mid, yeah, well, that's where uh, Tucker Davidson actually went. What's so funny <laughs> about what What's funny about Midland?
1: Um, so your hotel is like a block away from the field, but it's like 120 degrees outside, and there's you need to get like Chick fil A tropical smoothie or Tilted Kilt. <laughs> that's like it. There's like nothing else there. It's like okay. that's JUCO. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then you're also right next to one of the crazy high school football stadiums that is right next to it. And you're like, that thing's that thing bigger than our college When I went to a D three school and that holds like twelve thousand people right there. Was what? yeah,
0: What's I call I call myself doing that a lot too in JUCO when we'd play and um, we drive through like Texas or play in Oklahoma or even in Nebraska. Um, do you kind of get that? reality check where you're like man because you're from part of you're like where you're from in the country is like cold all the time and stuff like that like ohio it's kind of the same as toronto where i live and all that so do you just go down to the south and see like not the way these people live but just see their athletic facilities and say why the fuck did i live in this part of the country because i said it (laughs) like i would be like if i went to school in texas i might be a d1 guy right now but it's it's crazy
1: (laughs) yeah everything down there is just huge everywhere in the south is nice it's great cr- i mean they're baseball fields everything is beautiful everywhere you go in the south
0: it's yeah i, I can't believe it like obviously you want like especially growing up in canada you watch like the shows friday night lights you watch all these highlight shows and like qb1 and you're literally like it looks like it's fake it looks like that like the facilities and the stuff they have is fake because they have they have division one shit they have, like, yeah. football weight rooms, baseball weight rooms, everything. It's bananas to me. And do you think that's why you see so many, like, 1-1 f- draft picks from these parts of the country? Because they have access to Division One shit when they're a G- freshman in high school.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they also get the warm weather and everything. and yeah. They just get to do everything they want year-round outside. They're not trying to find a place in the winter to that has a long enough place for you to long toss it a little bit. So True get all the, like those benefits? Yeah,
0: who's who's the who's the uh, who's the best hitter? You would think, or the most underrated hitter in the Cardinals organization that you've played with so far? Hitter? Yeah.
1: Um, probably Justin Turner.
0: Justin Turner. He's one
1: of our yeah. He's one of our outfield guys. He he just always seems to make contact to be on base.
0: Okay, what about what about pitchers? Like, do you guys have a, a Cuban guy or a Dominican guy or even a guy from Texas just throwing like one hundred and one, one hundred and two, like a Jordan Hicks kind of guy?
1: <laughs> um, we have some Latin guys that throw hard. Definitely, they were played with him in Peoria in nineteen. Um, Pacheco, he throws hard. And then, I'm trying to think, who else? We have some other hard throws. I'm trying to blank out who they are though. The thing that I like about, uh, the,
0: yeah, you're, I mean, you, there's always guys, correct? Like, in every organization, yeah. there's guys like that. But the thing that I like about the Cardinals is, is, like, you guys kind of portray that image of, like, a blue-collared team. You have Matt Shoemaker, who looks like he hasn't shaved in 17 years. <laughs> like, his beard's never – I mean, and then you have Yachty, who's just a grinder behind the dish. You have yep. Paul Goldschmidt. You have all these guys, man. I mean, obviously not anymore. Like, I wouldn't consider you guys blue collar that much anymore, but – you guys are just a gritty team. Who Who's one guy that you've gotten starstruck just in the locker room or a guy that you kind of get scared to talk to? Was it Yachty? Uh,
1: a little bit. When I had first met him in 19 at that rehab start, like I was starting that day and I went up to somebody that knew him because they're from Puerto Rico. I was like, I, I need to talk to him to tell him, like, what time I started going. Like, you know I mean? He went up and induced me. Um, but, like, the most starstruck I probably ever was when I first saw Wayno, Wainwright.
0: Because
1: yes. it was during spring training I just passed him in the hallway and I didn't realize He was so tall. She's like, oh my god He's fucking tall <laughs> But he's like the nicest dude ever Like, He looks like he's a good dude now, Yeah, now that I know him and everything A little bit, it's like, oh, he's just a normal They're all just normal dudes once you get to know him
0: Okay, who's one guy you've got The closest with? Like one of the, one of the big Superstars there. Is it Wayno? A guy that you can Kind of talk to all the time if you want
1: Um, yeah Any of the pitchers really, you can just sit there if you stretch whatever you can be by him and talk to him ask him questions uh Dakota Hudson's helped us out a lot because right now he's rehabbing so he's in the minor league side of like the weight room and everything so he's always super accessible and quick to talk to
0: So you said there's a minor league side so you're lifting on like a complete different area compared to the big league guys or no
1: This year yes because of covid protocol Oh last okay. year no with covid and everything they ever spread out everywhere and like Yeah you have like I have like two lockers because they don't want people close to each other. It's all that That's actually kind of
0: kinda sick, though. It's kind of lit. Like having two lockers, you feel like you're big league. It's, it's kind of <laughs> what. Do you, yeah. What, what are you? uh What are you repping? Like what? What brands? Uh, what like what glove? What shoes? What are you going with nowadays? What are you pumping out?
1: So the glove I have this year is a 44 Pro. Okay. I haven't gotten it yet. Some of the, I guess with COVID and stuff, or something. My agent said it was backed up. Um, and then New Balance cleats always. Okay. I just okay. think they're comfy.
0: You're a New Balance guy. You're not. Are, are you a shoe guy though? Like, are you a Jordan guy? What are you wearing off the field? You're buzzing fashion or what? Not really. No. Yeah, you're just a blue I collar just... dude, man. You're an Ohio guy. Like, <laughs> you're an Ohio guy. So I'm assuming you're a little bit biased, like I am. Like, is LeBron your goat? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. I respect that. So we we, we can. I mean, obviously, you're an Ohio State guy. I'm not a, not even close to an Ohio State guy. <laughs> but I can respect the fact that you're a LeBron guy because he's the goat, in my opinion. Obviously. But uh, no. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the fact that you got invited to spring training, man. That's fucking sick. So where where were you when you found out? Like bro, you better pack your shit up. You're coming to spring training <laughs> with the big boys.
1: This year is actually uh me and my girlfriend would take my dogs for a walk. I look down, see our pitching coordinators call me, I go, eh, it's probably just a weekly check in like they always do, just make sure you're still throwing everything's going well. And he goes, Hey, yeah, um, you're going to come to big league camp. It starts on the 15th or 16th, whatever it was. Um, the travel team's going to reach out to you and find out more and give you more information. I was like, "Oh, okay, thank you." Now the end of the phone call.
0: So, this, <laughs> so are they paying for your flights and shit? Like, and they're and when you land, they have like a driver waiting there for you, or you have to like arrange all the renting the cars and all that kind of stuff, or your agent does it.
1: Um, so you have the choice to drive or fly and everything. Yeah. So. I ended up flying with my girlfriend but we said we were driving to that little place so we they could give us the money. Yeah. For the driving check and then have my car shipped down and we just rented a car for a few days till mine got down here. Damn. It was what pretty, car are you Pretty uh, easy.
0: What car are you ripping around in? You got like you ripping around a nice whip? Uh
1: 2014 Jeep Grand Cherokee.
0: Okay. You're oh, I I respect uh, the Grand Cherokees will play. Yeah, those will play. Yeah. Those will play. Oh yeah. You know what's actually crazy um so obviously we're from parts of the, or you're from part of the country where it snows all the time. When you talk oh, yeah. to these warm weather dudes and stuff, they have no idea that winter tires exist. Like my, I, I talk to people from Vegas and they're like, wait, you have to get new like tires in the winter.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just like, especially when like you see like all the dudes come from Texas, they're like everything to shut down. It's like, yeah, yeah. You your houses aren't built for it though. Like true. It's just kind of how it was like,
0: yeah. No, I don't know. So, some sometimes I, I enjoy being from like a uh, part where it's snow, but I really like golf and it sucks that we can only golf probably four <laughs> or five months in the year. It actually is very like it sucks because and then when the summer comes and it's really warm, I'm like, fuck man, like I can't sleep when it's so fucking hot outside. What what's yeah. it like? You I'm assuming so you're in Florida, correct? Yeah. So it's it's must be just humid as fuck right now, is it?
1: Yeah, always, always humid.
0: <laughs> that's fucking like hell.
1: 75 and just humid, and you're just like, God, this sucks.
0: Yeah, no, that's how are you are you a guy that's ripping smelling salts? Because I'm a big smelling salts guy. We always talk about on the show. You ripping smelling salts <laughs> pre-pitch or what?
1: Nope. Never done one. Never, never tried it. We gotta work on that. We gotta we gotta we gotta, we gotta <laughs> work on that. We
0: gotta we gotta turn you into a smelling salts guy, because I'm telling you that it's the most electric thing of all time, seeing someone rip smelling salts <laughs> and hop onto the bump. But uh, yeah, that's something we're gonna definitely work on. But um, when, when are you when do you slot it to go next? Because obviously this is dropping next Thursday, so you're probably you'll probably pitch before that, correct?
1: Uh, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I based on I, I mean, you pitch three times in a week, so I'm assuming. I yeah. mean, so I'm assuming four of the eight games so far. Yeah, that's actually insane to me. Is there other guys in your rotation or in, like other pitchers throwing that much? Because that's insane four times in eight games.
1: Oh, we've had guys throw three, but it's also just some guys are just still throwing bullpens and stuff, just trying to get mechanics fixed and everything if they don't feel right it's just all about that kind of stuff of if guys aren't feeling right whatever spring training the games don't count yeah.
0: true what's okay so what is, here's the question what is your funniest minor league story so far or just the fucked up thing that's happened to you so far in the minor leagues i told you about a pre-show i gave you an example <laughs> bishop fan climbing the fucking light pole with a gun bananas to me that that even actually happened yeah but what 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 would you say is kind of your funniest fan interaction? Cops involved, whatever. What's your funniest mildly story?
1: Oh god, the funniest one. Um, I mean, obviously any of the times we're on the bus for like the night trips or whatever, and you got to go ten hours and is drinking on it all night to uh, <laughs> just trying to pass out those kind of things. But
0: <laughs> that's electric, dude.
1: Yeah, there's some of those, but then i just had one that left my head where were we i mean we can go party with the other teams too those are always funny stories where it's like a, a le- dude dude <laughs> hits a bomb off you and then you're like sitting there drinking with him four hours later that's electric
0: i love that's that's, I mean, yeah. that's incredible have you like what like have you had close to like fighting like fan like uh with other teams what's what, what is it or
1: in 2019, we had a bench clearing thing because one of the dudes struck our dudes out and they said something in Spanish. I don't speak any Spanish. And I guess there was something really bad in Spanish and our dude got tossed, but the bench was kind of cleared. Um, that was a good one. And then I'm trying to think of what was the story. Where were we? It wasn't Tulsa. It wasn't Frisco. It was somewhere in Double I keep remembering it and forgetting it.
0: It's all right. So if you keep thinking about it but where is, what kind of guy are you in those bench clearing brawls are you like the first man out or are you like the third man in throwing punches like to guys that are already <laughs> in fights like what, what guy are you in the bench clearing brawl because I'll, I'll give you a pre-warning I'm the third man in I'm like I, I'm considering myself pretty good shape but I'm not good I'm not a good fighter so I will kind of blindside someone I will blindside hit someone hand up I will <laughs> do it if, if there's a brawl I'm not taking someone 1v1 what kind of guy are you
1: um just depends on the kind of ball it is. Like if we're fighting, fighting, we're gonna to have to figure out something that we're doing. But on that one, like we all just kind of got on the field and nothing really happened. So yeah. I was just kind of in the middle of the pack.
0: That's why baseball I'm, can be a joke sometimes, man. I don't, like that's just you guys talking to each other. I want to see like friend of the show, my boy Amir Garrett. I want to see, <laughs> a, I want to see punches thrown, bro. I don't want to see none of that. Just talking to each other across the field. Amir Garrett's about that action. That's why his jersey's retired behind me, and he's my boy. So I mean
1: you get a one do- verse 25 fight exactly
0: that's that's how you grow the game of baseball but no i mean so you haven't thought of your minor league story correct well maybe we'll get at the end of the show or something
1: i i i haven't yet but I i remember exactly what happened i can't think of it though that makes sense that,
0: yeah no i went to juco i understand the whole uh the <laughs> i told
1: you i wasn't that smart before yeah
0: true you did say it and actually i respect that you come right off like re- coming in hot saying i'm not smart at all <laughs> that's actually like a big balls pledge letting, letting letting the fans letting listeners know like listen i'm not the brightest human being of all time but you mentioned yeah. face- oh i got it, got got it? here we go
1: here we go it was a i just pitched the night before in corpus christi it this isn't like a crazy story or anything But Springer was playing against us. He's rehabbing. I gave up four absolute bombs in, like, three innings. Got pulled. Worst job. Worst pitching I've done all year so far. Next time I walk in, manager calls me over. He goes, you ever pitched like that this year before? He's like, no. He goes, well, don't let it happen again because they told me they didn't have enough time to reload the fireworks every time you were letting up a home run for them. (laughs) And I'm like, yo, I've been here for, like, a week and a half and you're saying this to me? That's Fucked what
0: what i mean i don't even know what i would say because i'm the type of guy when i'm like when i when i was playing bad it's like don't fucking talk to me are you that kind of guy or are you just whatever yeah
1: yeah but he was just trying to let me know like it's okay that was his way of being like just move on you know what i mean oh okay
0: so he's, he's trying to keep it loose i respect that those are the good kind of managers what managers have you had so
1: far like that are former big
0: leaguers or anything like that
1: uh in low way it was eric Almonte. He okay. was Derek Jeter's backup forever. <laughs> that's actually electric.
0: That's like Blue Mountain yeah. State shit. You don't, you don't even have to worry about playing yeah. ever. If you're the backup no, to Derek all- Jeter, there should be some sort of thing in the contract that you get his rebounds. Like when he gasses a girl, you should get the backup. <laughs> like that,
1: that well, that's what it should be. He just spent years in AAA. That was his problem. He's like, he always, I heard him made the joke when he goes, that fucker stole all my money.
0: <laughs> True. He probably did, man, honestly and I, that's what I love about minor league baseball is you always get these guys that are former big leaguers coaching you. So you can just hear yeah. all these fucked stories from like the 1990s the early 2000s. That's the yeah. sick thing because there's so many levels so you have so many managers and all that kind of stuff. Who's your favorite manager so far?
1: That I've had so far would probably be either Amante there. Um, I like Bill Odello and Haya. He was always cool. He yeah. kept it loose but like tried to keep us into the game and everything. He just always had funny stuff going on in the clubhouse with us, whether it be like the fine pan award for had the worst week defensively, stuff wow. like that.
0: Wow. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it must suck to get that award. I'd hate to get that award. And <laughs> and when you're getting called up, we I didn't ask you this, when you're getting called up through the minors and all that kind of stuff, what do you do when you find out? Is it like a big kind of play? like when you could call up to the show are they just telling you listen man pack of shit like you're going to double a you're going to high a you're going to triple a what's it like with that are you just getting a phone call or you have to go into the manager's office or something
1: so in from low a to high a i went into the manager's office after a game they told me i was able to go call people everything high a was the weekend of the all-star break so i was like all right cool i'm chilling like my girlfriend was in town because we were like, Oh, we get a weekend. She's like, I can't do a weekend at Florida without baseball. Like, yes, I'll take it. I got caught up the night before the All Star break and everything. So that was a yeah. phone call. And then double A AA to triple A was uh, meeting with the manager.
0: Wow. So I mean, okay, so there's 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 just different avenues of it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But and you actually won pitcher of the week a couple times, correct? Yeah. So what's that like? Are you getting like a plaque or what's going on here? Because I'm assuming the minors, you don't get fuck all. But is there some, is there some sort of like cool feeder or some shit going on where the team talks about it pregame or what's going on there?
1: Uh, in April of 2019, I won like the Pitcher of the Month for the Midwest League. So for that, I got like a little like plaque trophy type thing and they did it to me and Turner actually won it for the higher team. So we were both on higher together at that point. So, before the game, they had a, a mini ceremony for us where they just took our picture with it, and that
0: was it. Damn. And, and when that, you, we don't and really get much. obviously, you're on the kind of horizon of being in the show soon, just based off of what you're doing in spring training this <laughs> year and last year. Who's going to be that kind of first person you're going to give that phone call to? Is it me? Who is it? Who who are you calling? Who are you texting <laughs>
1: first when you get that call? Um, my dad or my girlfriend. Okay. I, my I, oh, you said the girlfriend. But... The
0: boys might roast you for that. The, I'll be honest. The boys no. might roast
1: No. You got to, they got to be one of them, <laughs> but usually whenever I call my girlfriend, then I call my dad and brother and I'm trying to merge the call with them. Okay. So it's
0: like, okay, like I respect that. that. That's a little bit better. That, that'll, I mean, yeah. it gets you brownie points and you get to hear it. Do you think your pops is going to cry when you get that call?
1: I think it'll get to your idea.
0: Yeah. Definitely. So like the, the camera's going to pan to him on Fox sports Southwest or whatever the hell <laughs> it is there. And he's just going to be bawling his eyes out. I. Those are the funniest shit when you have the fathers in the and they like crowd. They don't they have no idea the camera's on the majority of the time and they're just bawling their fucking eyes. It's electric.
1: I don't think it'll be that. I think he'll be tearing up or he'll just be like fist pumping, pumped up, something like that. I don't know what he'll do yet. That's crazy.
0: So I'm assuming you're gonna start in triple A this year. Is that was that kind of the vibes you've been getting? No idea. No, but yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it could be because you used to, you finished, last, or I guess, 2019 in AAA. And you were at the alt site last year also, correct?
1: For like a week, yeah.
0: For a week? Okay. What was the alt site, what? alt site like?
1: Well, I got there on like the 5th of September 5th. Had to quarantine for a week. Then had a week on the field and that was it before the alt site got shut down.
0: Okay. Did you carve in that week? So, were you making the name for yourself in that week?
1: I threw two bullpens and that was it. Didn't get face a face to hit or nothing.
0: <laughs> that's, I don't even count that as, I mean, that's cool to be at, at the alt site and just kind of have your name up there, but that's insane to me. So you finished your, I guess, your minor league career in AAA. And what's it like playing in front of fans again or just even seeing fans at ballparks again? Is it fucking bananas or what?
1: A little bit. Yeah. It's not as loud as it was last year during like spring training and stuff before everything got shut down because that was like packed houses because the Cardinals always tell spring training and everywhere they go. But this year it's just kind of like, it's nice to see hitters in the box again that aren't like my buddies from home. And that I know it's just kind of, it's cool. Yeah,
0: no, that makes sense. And then this is the last thing I wanted to bring up here for you on the show. What would you say is you're kind of like, what's your goal going into this year? Are you trying, are you trying to increase the strikeouts? The the, what are you trying to decrease the walks and like I said, I haven't really looked at your stats to even see if you're walking a lot of guys. I just like mentioning it to sound smart. But what's <laughs> one of your goals? Like, what's some of the goals you got going on for this year, 2021?
1: Definitely give up less homers than I did in 2019. Okay. 2019, I gave up 27 bombs, so a, a fuck ton. Holy shit. Like, maybe it's 27 or 30, something ridiculous. Like, I led the double-A league in home runs, giving up, and I was there for half a season. Like, wow. It, yeah, bombs hit off me, so I'm trying to work on that. My buddies send me videos of people hitting home runs off me all the time in a group message. Mainly the Springer one. <laughs> he hit one at like 115 off the bat, like a line drive out. I, like I, I actually... didn't have time to turn my head before it got out.
0: Okay, so your goal is to decrease home runs. And I, funny story, I actually pissed my pants <laughs> for George Springer. I don't know if you saw that on on my Instagram, but um, I made it on Twitter. I said that the J, if the Jay Stein <laughs> George Springer, I'd piss my pants on Instagram live, and I did, and it was I. So it's cool to know that he's actually a dog. And he hit a home run today, by the way. Humble brag, whatever. Just the Jays are going to win the World <laughs> Series again. But uh, no, dude. So anyways, man, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. And all, and credit to me, like I said earlier in the show, for just being an insane scout, watching you pitch and being like, this guy's going to be a future big leaguer. This guy's coming on the show. It was a pleasure to have you on, man. And uh, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Just someone to look forward to. In St. Louis, the arches, the, the beautiful downtown St. Louis, everything. It's, it's going to be electric to watch. I can't wait to see Absolutely. you, man. And when you get that call up, I want the text. I, I need like the, one of the, the first five people. I, I need to get text. So We'll, <laughs> okay. we'll, work, we'll work something out, man. But thank you for coming on this, man. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at A Fish on A Fish Pod and on Instagram at officially unofficial pod. Thank you.